Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. The NFL has some big-time games uh, looming this weekend. Jenks, do you consider yourself a Commanders fan? Like, do you get excited uh, when the Commanders play? Huh. Or is it just avoid nothing? Kind of like the morals of the Commanders organization, oh my God. I should this say. Is a, this is a very difficult question for me to answer. But yes, I do. But it's 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 difficult. And so it's it's difficult when, look, I've been in D.C. since 2004. So with the exception of my Longhorns, I have taken on all of these teams and particularly the Capitals, which I've loved forever. But ultimately, the commanders, because they've been bad for so long, I mean, it makes it tough. And they they play in a stadium that is not great. I don't think this is anything that anyone hasn't said before. They need a new stadium and they need to win. This is an organization that has a great history, but a lot of people have forgotten that because if you're younger, you look back and in your lifetime, you look at the commanders slash football team slash Redskins and they haven't been good. Well, of course, when you're older like me, you realize, wow, they, they you look back at, at, I mean, this is one of the oldest franchises in the NFL and then they won Super Bowls in the 80s and 90s. I could go on and on, but yes, I am. It just makes it difficult when you see a team struggle the way that they have, and that is both on and off the field. Yeah, and the reason why I ask is because, God willing, if the Titans make the playoffs and beat the Jags, which I'm not expecting, I think they have a home playoff game. Do they not? If you win your division, don't you play at home for the first round of the playoffs? Yes. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so... My question is, do I go to this playoff game if the Titans win? Because honestly, I don't think it's going to be pretty. And it took me a full calendar year to return to a Titans game after witnessing the Titans lose to the Bengals in god-awful fashion where Ryan Tannehill threw these terrible picks. And Jinx, I don't think I'm ready for like my heart to be out there again. I'm not going to lie. I'm not ready for the heartbreak. So I'm just not putting my no. heart out there at all. And I'm just going to say, well, that's it. It's fine. Maybe the Titans will be better next year. So do you think I should go if you have a playoff game? I do have tickets. Oh, oh, you have tickets? Oh, well, that's well, right. I have you PSLs, do. So yeah. I get like the first dibs, I guess. Well, oh, that's a tough one. This is like me in the Alamo Bowl with Texas, but I would have had to make a special trip. I would have had to bought tickets. And I also said, I don't think we're going to win this game. So I don't want to go. I'm like you. If I had the tickets though, which I didn't have. That would have taken, again, a special effort on my part and spend, spending money that I don't necessarily want to spend. But if you already have the tickets and you're right there in Nashville, that's a tough call. I understand, though, because the last thing you want to do is get your hopes up, you go to the game, you get excited, and then massive letdown to end the season. Still, it's a playoff game in the NFL, Chelsea. Yeah, so for the Titans, according to our producer, Bill, uh, if we do beat the Jags, which I am not saying is a given because it's definitely not, the Titans would host either Baltimore, uh, the Chargers, 
or Cincinnati. And let me tell you one thing. If it's the Bengals, I ain't going. I'm sitting my booty right at home because I know how that game's going. The Bengals absolutely <laughs> own us. Uh, maybe we have a shot against Baltimore, but if it's like a good quarterback, I've told you about the Titans secondary. We do not stand a chance, it seems, against some of the best quarterbacks uh, in the AFC. So if it's Justin Herbert and company, I don't think I want to see that one either. So defeated Titans fan signing off. Maybe I'm being too like critical. I don't know. Tulsa. But that just kind of that's my personality though. No, I, I know the worst. No, I get it. But think about it this way. I'm just trying to flip the script. The old turn that frown upside down. Let's say you go to that game with zero expectations, right? And you're like, oh my God, we, we don't have the quarterback. We're not going to win this thing. And then somehow you pull off some crazy upset that you didn't expect. Then you will have been thrilled that you went to the game. What if you what if you pull off the huge upset and you miss it? Yeah, but then what are we going to do? Play in the second round and get stomped? It's like <laughs> one of those things. Why would you date somebody who you do not have a future with? It's like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, they're great for like, you know, the first year. And then you're like, well, I don't want to marry this person. I don't see a future. So why would I get my hopes up for one playoff win? When um, I just I just see the end is near for the Titans. And I don't want to put my heart out there. Is that fair? Yeah, so what you're saying is essentially, to tie a bow on this, is that this year's version of the Titans, they aren't Mr. Right. They're just Mr. Right now. Well, they've lost seven games in a row, so I don't know <laughs> Maybe, if they even qualify. Kick him to the right curb. Now. Kick him to the curb. All right, so he's cheated on you like seven times in a row. Do you think you should stay with this person? Probably not. Uh, God, my Titans, they don't deserve that. They don't deserve that. All right, so let's talk about about some of these uh playoff scenarios let's uh head to the nfc where it's philadelphia we all know leading the charge at 13 and 3 leading the nfc east they have clinched a playoff spot and all they need is one more win to clinch nfc east and home field advantage throughout the nfc uh playoff bracket or side of the bracket i should say uh looking at san francisco right now they're 12 and 4 they've won the nfc west and they hold the the tiebreaker over Minnesota uh, when it comes to uh, that higher seed. And then it's Minnesota, 12 and four. They won the NFC North, followed by Tampa Bay at eight and eight. Good God. Uh, and they won the NFC South. Jenks, I think the the consensus for us is that there are truly only three teams that can win the NFC overall. It looks mm -hmm. like, you know, a three team race for me. It is the Eagles, the Niners, and possibly the Cowboys, even though the Cowboys have been so bad in the postseason over the past, what, 10 years, that it's going to take a lot for me to want to trust them in this type of scenario and Mike McCarthy to make the right calls. Do you think it's that way? Or do you think that there are any of these other teams that actually stand a chance? Well, when it comes to the Cowboys, I mean, my God, if the Bucks play the Cowboys, I don't trust either one of those head coaches. And Matt says in the chat, the Bucks will beat the Cowboys. I just don't know. Sometimes, you know, you, you hear the phrase out-talented in college football a lot, but sometimes I think it's the case in the NFL, and I think the Cowboys can just out-talent the Bucs. Now, can they cover the spread? Probably a short spread. I don't know. I think the Cowboys win that game. I'm, I'm just – I don't know if there's a team I really trust in the NFC outside of maybe the Eagles and, and the Niners too just because of their defense. But, man, outside of those two teams, I think there's a huge drop-off, and it's not – 
it's not necessarily unrelated that you've got Philly and a very good head coach in Nick Sirianni and San Francisco and a very good head coach in Kyle Shanahan. I'm not going to trust Todd Bowles. And I'm not going to trust Mike McCarthy. Yeah, here's the flip side, though. The NFL is a quarterback-driven league, especially in the postseason. So in the NFC, we have a couple of super goats who have been underwhelming this year, but maybe it's a buy-low spot for Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Do you think that there is any value in believing in these teams, or do we believe what we have seen for the entirety of the season when it comes to Green Bay and when it comes to Tampa Bay? Well, I'll say this for the Bucs, and – this is someone talking about myself. I'm so close to using my name in the third person, which is the worst thing you can do. I'll tell you what Michael Jenkins has to say about this. But, you know, like midseason, I was like, hey, look, uh, Tampa Bay has the talent. Tampa Bay has the talent. It's only a matter of time, only a matter of time. That never really, never really came to fruition. However, I will say this, and it's been said only a billion times, but Tampa Bay has the pedigree. And in the play, if you're talking about quarterback play, and quarterback play is absolutely key. And look, Tom Brady is not the Tom Brady of old, but he just finished throwing for 432 yards last week. He still had a very good season. He hasn't had a GOAT season. He still had a way above average season. So one person I don't want to fade in that spot, even though I don't really believe in the Bucs, all things being equal, I certainly would not want to fade Tom Brady because if there's a guy, as we know, who can get it done in this situation? It's certainly him. Dak Prescott has not gotten it done in the playoffs. Tom obviously has numerous times over. So if you're looking for a tipping point, maybe that's it. Yeah, Dak Prescott, you know, last game against the Titans uh, must have been on my side because he kept giving the Titans the ball. And I was like, thank you, Dak. Thank you for keeping my team <laughs> in this. But we can't score a touchdown offensively speaking. So Dak's efforts went um unrealized I guess you would say so Dak Prescott is not somebody who's really trending in the right direction either so is somebody who was kind of on the Cowboys is maybe a dark horse contender for the NFC it's not really looking like it unless you know Dak turns a corner which I guess could definitely happen all right so let's take a look at the AFC playoff picture obviously there's a lot of questions here because we have two of the top teams uh we're not sure when that game's going to be made up between Buffalo and Cincinnati so, Jenks, when you have two puzzle pieces that are kind of missing, like how do you go about handicapping the AFC when there's still like some own unknowns yeah. here? I guess the one thing that I would do is I'm just going to go back to – I'm not going to let the last week of the season influence what I think is going to happen. And we've talked about Buffalo from the beginning of the year, and I'm sticking with the Bills now. And I think when you look at Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, and watch out for the Chargers, I'm telling you, just sitting right there, mega talented. You don't want to face the Chargers right now. But the Bills are that team. They've just been so close, Chelsea. And at some point, great football teams break through. They have their moments where they have to push. They have some disappointment. They push. They have some disappointment. And then finally, they break through. I think this is Buffalo's year to finally breakthrough regardless of how things shake out as far as the playoff picture whether or not they get the number one seed but clearly they've clinched the division I think this is the best overall team and I think that AFC championship experience that they have where they haven't gotten past that but they've been so close so many times I think this is finally the year that they get it done 
Do you think people are overlooking the Kansas City Chiefs? The books aren't. They're the favorite to win the AFC plus 175. Bills two to one, Bengals four to one, and followed by the Chargers at 12 to one to win the AFC. We talk about this a lot when it comes to the MVP race, how there's like voter fatigue and people kind of get tired of like the same teams reigning supreme at the top. But now the tables have flipped. And it looks like Patrick Mahomes is probably going to win the MVP and the Chiefs are just cruising along after the first of the season where nobody wanted to believe that the Chiefs were the best team in the AFC West. Now, a lot of that had to do with the absolute crumbling of Russell Wilson and the Raiders and Derek Carr uh, at the hands of Josh McDaniels, who I believe had, you know, some fault in the Raiders losing as well. Uh, But still, I think maybe people are overlooking the Chiefs here just because they've been in it so many times and i think people are just like all right it's time for somebody new doesn't it feel like the bills time even though you know maybe it is the bills time i'm am yeah. not saying that the bills deserve to be up in that conversation as well i'm just saying that the chiefs are favorites for a reason i think you're spot on about that when you talk about fatigue this is early tom brady syndrome except now it's being applied mm-hmm. to patrick mahomes because there was a time when Patrick Mahomes was the young kid. He's not a kid anymore. He's a veteran. And now certainly he's got a lot of years ahead of him. But remember when Tom Brady was like 37, 38, and we were saying, look, this guy can't play forever. Okay. He's, he, I mean, I'm tired of the Patriots. This guy can't keep winning. And we almost faded him because we were tired of it. And now here we are seven years later and Tom Brady is still playing. I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is going to play that long, but the Chiefs have been so good for so long now. They're always going to be in it. And you're right. I'm ready for someone else in the AFC to challenge the Chiefs. But the thing is, here they are. And as long as they have Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, because he is one of the greats, will go down as one of the greats, still has a long career ahead of him, they will always be in it. And that's the thing with the Chiefs is that it almost doesn't matter how good their defense is, Chelsea, because whenever you have Patrick Mahomes, he can just put up enough points to beat you. So I think when you talk about narratives, yeah, we get exhausted with Kansas City and we don't include them, and we should. Well, and also Patrick Mahomes has been there, done that. And not mm-hmm. only has he been in the spotlight, he's also failed in the biggest of situations. Remember that Super Bowl where he was absolutely terrible? And honestly, I feel like that's a good experience because once you fail at something – you almost feel like freer because like the worst has already happened. So you're like, well, I've already done that. So uh, (laughs) I think that experience definitely matters in the postseason. But of these teams, do we think that there is anybody on the outside kind of looking in that could make some waves? Honestly, I would be scared to face the Jags. Yeah, I would. And especially because A, Trevor Lawrence is playing great and B, they have absolutely nothing to lose. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.